I really try my hardest not to buy companies that I don't understand. I think as a lazy, uneducated investor, it just makes sense, right? You can spend hours doing models and reading financials. But I mean, if you're buying the latest smartwatch, if you got the latest smartphone, I think you'll understand a bit about why it's a good company. You know, I never owned Apple before this year. And when I bought it last September, literally I understood. I always bought the latest Android Note phone, but nothing made me feel as special when I had the Apple. I mean, waiting in that line for my pre-order. I mean, opening that box, showing it off, people knowing what it is. I mean, it felt so different. Even my Instagram video quality was better. Not because the camera was better, but because the Instagram app was natively built for the iPhone. You see, these are things that you can only truly understand when you own the product. I understand Google. I think the business model makes sense. Search bar, advertisers, it makes sense. YouTube makes a lot of sense. Videos, advertiser, that's how you make money. Very easy business model to understand. Netflix, I was always a little bit confused about. Not going to lie to you. You see, in a world where... A lot of people know how to stream videos for free, let's face it. A world where original content is so expensive to make. A world where licensing content relatively used to be cheap. But now it's getting more expensive and expensive as all these different companies, whether it's NBC with Hey You or it's HBO, HBO Go, or whether it's Disney with Disney Plus, all of these different companies are making their own streaming services. Why show Black Panther on Netflix when we can show Black Panther on Disney? The business model of Disney was always really like challenging for me to understand. However, lately, even with the guaps and mountains of debt that Netflix has had, I'm finally ready to say that I think they're going to be a bigger company than Google. I mean, don't get me wrong. Google, they own the two top searches in the world. That's Google.com and that's YouTube.com. I mean, they're the two biggest search engines in the world by far. Their algorithms are just masterful, truly masterful. They know what you want to see. There is a reason why you do not use Yahoo to find articles or pages or videos there is a reason they know exactly what you want to see however i think one show like any sort of skepticism i had one show for sure crushed that it's a show called cobra kai now cobra kai let me give you the premise and let me just hear your action. You ready? Okay. Karate Kid, 50 years ago, right? It's a 50th anniversary around, I think it was 2019 or 2018, 50th anniversary of Karate Kid. So like any good show, they bring it back. We're talking about 
the same actor that played the Karate Kid, the same actor that played the bully. And instead of playing it from the Karate Kid's side, they say, hey, it's literally the true hero of the Karate Kid and the true villain of the Karate Kid is actually mixed up. The Karate Kid was the villain and the bully was the hero. Now, this concept, if it sounds, you know, not that interesting, it's probably because you're not a Karate Kid fan. I mean, I wasn't. No one really cared. Do we want to see every show from the literally 60s rebooted? Like, probably not. <laughs> like, like, let's be honest, probably not. We really don't care that much about, you know, this movie or these shows. Um... But there was a video going around on YouTube that literally told that perspective and said, actually, the bully was the real hero and the Karate Kid was the real villain. And it got traction on YouTube. And essentially, a YouTube show was made called Kurobo Kai. I mean, they got the big actors. They had an actual budget. And my God, let me tell you, this is an amazing show. I It just recently came on Netflix in August. And I watched it and I was struck by how engaging it was from the silliest plot ever. I mean, just absolutely silly. Like, like who cares what these people are up to tonight? What, what, we're just going to watch them fight all day? Like, the plot is just silly. But somehow, it is an amazing show. You need to watch two seasons out. You'll be screaming and wishing season three came the next day. It is that good. Matter of fact, it was so good. It had me scratching my head. It's like, why did I just watch it now? How am I just figuring about about this show right now? That's Netflix. That's the power of Netflix. You see, YouTube had Cobra Kai under YouTube Gold, it's a premium subscription model. And everybody knows YouTube is free. But with all that traffic, all those people watching videos, why is it so hard for YouTube to convert its audience, its free audience that it has this massive amount of people watching and consuming their content? Why is it so hard to convert them to paying customers of YouTube? When at the same time, it's almost as if YouTube is promoting the shows on Netflix. The fact that I even gave Cobra Kai a chance is one of the main reasons I believe Netflix is going to dominate a lot of these players. It's hard to get me to buy your platform. I mean, you literally gotta be Disney to get me to buy your platform. It's hard to be able to sell shows and make a buzz about them. But because Netflix is at such a critical mass and they have such a first mover advantage, they can, at this point, make any show they want hot. You see, Cobra Kai was good before it was on Netflix, but nobody watched it, so nobody knew. I mean, some people knew in the in the film community, obviously, but most people did not. The average person did not. 
all of a sudden you put it on one of your main shows that people see when they sign into Netflix. A few podcasters start listening to it, telling their audiences how amazing it is. Their audience watches it, and therefore the cycle repeats itself. You see, Netflix isn't waiting for news. Netflix is creating its own news, its own buzz, its own hype around its shows. And it's convincing its customers once they sign on Netflix. You see that subliminal messaging that they've heard about this guy Cobra Kai show. They've seen it enough times. They've seen enough trailers. They've seen it at the end of their shows enough. Eventually, Netflix's algorithm is perfected to just make you give it a chance. Just click. Just watch the first episode. Watch it. Watch it. Netflix is whispering oh so gently in your ear to watch it. And that is why it will be bigger than Google. In a world where movie theaters are under pressure. A lot of these low budget films, whether it's a controversial film like Cuties, or whether it's a film like Cobra Kai that focuses on karate, the ROI potential of these films is massive because Netflix knows how to make you watch it. And although Google's market cap is around a trillion dollars right now, it would not surprise me if in six years with, you know, the after effects of the pandemic spiking adaptation of these, you know, over the top devices like Netflix and Disney Plus with Netflix as the market leader and being able to take obscure shows like you know, Tiger King, obscure shows like Cobra Kai, and how they're able to convince an audience to watch it is the exact reason why I'm going to be continuing to buy their stock for the foreseeable future. It's the first year about Netflix, the first year about Apple, and it definitely will not be the last. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Have you watched Kobe Kai? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's terrible? Will you never watch The Karate Kid again? And should this podcast just turn into a movie reviewer podcast? Because I swear, I'm just reviewing every single Netflix show that comes out at this point. Like, like, like what am I doing? Am I am I addicted to Netflix? Let me know. Uh, on Twitter, it's at FlyStu on Twitter, and we fly crew. You take off the Uneducated Investor Podcast.